hello and welcome back to our podcast but a fanfic of a fanfic that itself is a synthesis between pop the popular show about past the horses and uh, a popular game about a post-apocalyptic i got super mangled on that one i am sorry folks just keep plowing forward <laughs> no apologies it's, it's a fanfic go on it's a fanfic fanfic podcast about fanfics and fanfic accessories <laughs> um, you take you take a little my the little radioactive pony. horse reading club <laughs> you take a little my little pony you take a little bit of follow to follow the, uh and you mush them together and you get a follow to equestria and then you write side stories based off of it um <laughs> hi we're back again uh ad nauseum essentially yes some until of them worse die. than others until we die <laughs> because we'll never run out of side stories like, and by by we, Phi does mean all of us collectively yes. as a as as a species, as if, as a human project. I, legitimately, if we read like everything that ever happened in FOE, like at the rate that we do, like one chapter a a, a week like this, we would experience the heat death of the universe before we were done. There are <laughs> thousands of stories that are set in this universe. I wish I could remember more specific details from H.G. Uh, Wells' The Time Machine, because I would, if only I was able to make an oblique reference to one of the the, the, the afterscapes <laughs> <laughs> in in the mega future that he travels to. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Fi sh- shooting Morlocks as they <laughs> go over. <laughs> No, we're recording to the Morlocks. <laughs> They're a primary audience. The E lawyer. <laughs> don't don't get us. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The the E lawyer are spooked by anything uh, 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 beyond like just easy listening. Like yes, so like like recordings of elevator music is is about the the intensity <laughs> that Meloy can handle and even that's a little too much <laughs> um only on special occasions <laughs> but yeah Fe- festival days and such <laughs> so this chapter's pretty good um i liked it a lot uh that's that's I, my review. I, I I like the parts that I that I got around to reading. Uh, yeah. I uh, I shamefacedly uh, don't get to complain that Fi got my uh, full and proper title, Sarah Weirdington Esquire, right? Because I am unworthy <laughs> of the designation. I failed this week. I I didn't read all the way through this week's chapter, so I am I uh, like you. If if you aren't reading this for whatever reason, because we do recommend it. Uh, this one. Yeah, it's really good. Um if if you aren't reading, then you are in the same boat that I am. <laughs> we're, we're we're it's 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 story time with Phi. <laughs> yeah, back to back to the uh classic Project Horizons method. Um so I had way more to yell about in that. Uh I, I was recently re listening to an episode because like a, a a fan was going through it and I wanted to like they, they mentioned an episode and I couldn't remember what happened in the episode, so I like need to re-listen it and i'm so angry all of the time i mean i'm not just a naturally angry person but that podcast is rough because there's so much that's so infuriating about it um like so much happens in ph that is frustrating to say the absolute least 
Um, but anyways, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a good story. We're talking about heroes. <laughs> uh, so chapter 36, Convergence. Uh, also known as the all of the shit hits the fan this week. As um, you would expect by such a title. Uh, it rules. Uh, so yeah, uh, last week we uh, uh, got flagged down by uh, Curly Fries, uh, who was a one-time uh, antagonist in the story uh, earlier on when they got captured by one of the various times they've been captured by Steel Rangers. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember him at all. Like, the, the, the name was familiar, but I, I, I remembered nothing of Curly Fries. Yeah, he, he was a... His whole bag was he was just like a very like uptight military dude and the Steel Rangers were part of were like like kind of on the collapse uh, and their like elder was like a weirdo who could like prophesize shit um, but they beat him up after throwing a shit bucket at him uh, so there's a lot of resentment there uh, and he like fucked off uh, and apparently him fucking off he had an entire uh, <laughs> a whole goddamn life experience. He had a whole he had an entire like an, an entire side fix worth of Yeah, he, he walked into the desert and saw God like <laughs> He 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 yeah, uh he, he went north uh and uh encountered the, the, the Applejack Rangers and <laughs> and reevaluated his life decisions <laughs> Paint, and painted it and got painted red. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh. Does it does it later explain that you, like that? Uh. Uh. Our our her- silver uh silver gun, uh is is noting his armor and counting the number of apples on it. Uh. That, that have been painted on it and like, I kind of assume that's like. Uh. Like I assume that they must be sort of trophies. Like the the only thing that comes to mind is like bogies. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's either bogies or rank. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I I don't know. Like I think it's one of those ones where it's meant to be one of them, but I'm not actually sure which one it is. Mm. Um, he doesn't really appear Just much in the, the back half of the chapter. Their so, yeah, I I don't know if this ever gets like explained. Um. Uh, but Curly Fries is sheltering them, um, yeah. and and uh, <laughs> Silver Silvergun notes that uh, uh, his his hospitality is a lot better than than it was last time. Though he did spit on Flair, which of course <laughs> you know put him points into. <laughs> yeah, since the last time we saw him, he became an anti fuss super soldier, and his one of his first actions in this chapter is to spit on Flair. But all all around positive point. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, pretty based when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, he still has a lot of like built up resentment against Flair, and you know, totally justified, frankly. Uh, uh, he did throw a bucket of shit at him. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, uh, it, it, Curly Fries is kind of caught in a weird situation where like he's not the commanding officer of this little regiment, but because he has a lot more field experience. His commanding officer defers to him a lot, so he's sort of de facto the sort of leader of their group. He also knows the terrain and the area. Um, but, like, Lemon Cake, I think their name is, uh, is the actual leader. Um, uh, who's pretty fun. She's very, like, no-nonsense. Uh, 
she's so no nonsense, so military that her like her her like dialogue is uh very like grammatically short. Like it's very like it's just literally just like you owe us, you're going to help us. I will not be taking no for an answer. Uh uh we we are hitting the uh the 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 mountain base uh proper to flush out the steel ranger traders there. You will be enjoying us, you and anyone you're willing to take with you. Um she's very no nonsense, has a cool eye patch. Uh <laughs> I I enjoy that she's like you're going with us. Flair's going with us, and Moon Dancer is like invites herself too. Um, uh, and like I can't get over like Flair. Sh- like sorry, I, I broke. I, I broke. Uh, I broke already. But like Moon Dancer just makes me think of Flair. She's super bad. Like her like dialogue and cadence. But it's like, what if Fluttershy would shoot a motherfucker? <laughs> And was enormous. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, in fairness, Fluttershy never had a <laughs> never had a gun in the original show, <laughs> and there's this running, there's this there's this weird trend that I highly support of like there's been a lot of like main cast redesigns lately, like just as an art meme that's been going around. Yeah. And and so many of them have the instinct. Fluttershy is the largest. Yes, <laughs> Fl- Fluttershy is tallest. Yes, yeah. It literally comes from a single single episode where she's taller than than Rainbow Dash when they're kids. So people just went like, "Yes, no, <laughs> correct. She is she is a gangly monster." Um, Applejack is always largest. Always has <laughs> the 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 most significant mass. But Fluttershy, yeah. Well, everyone decided that uh, Applejack was just a draft horse, and like there was no, <laughs> there was no consideration otherwise. Uh, so she has to be like stocky, but uh, uh, Fluttershy is a terrifying gangly wish horse. So, um. <laughs> But I, but I, I, the thing I was going to bring up is that I also like, uh, there's also the common fl- Fluttershy headcanon that's somewhat supported by certain episodes that she's also just an absolute sicko. And, uh, <laughs> so I just, I really, really like this character because it makes me think of that. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's Fluttershy, but she's got a little bit of the old bloodlust. Uh, and that's fun. Uh, but the actual sort of more important part of the scene that I was I was going to get to, outside of the inherent comedy of this whole situation, uh, is Flair trying to like touch base with uh, Silverstorm because you know they haven't really talked since uh, a whole building hit them, uh, and she he's trying to figure out like you know sort of like where she is mentally, uh. Because he's like, oh, yeah, you never mentioned having any, like, family. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to, like, involve them, which is a pretty decent justification for why they hadn't been brought up to so far. Um, And uh, because he's like, he's the burden of the family, basically. He was like, he was like the the son uh, that is his dad wanted him to be for a really long time. Uh, And they just crawled into a drug bottle and never came back out. Uh. (laughs) 
and, I, and I do I do love that he's a shithead uncle. Like, yeah. Just... <clears throat> well, it's the thing is like he was he initially he was like the golden boy, and then he became the shithead uncle. Uh, <laughs> he hit the yes. he, he hit the horse meth too hard, <laughs> and he never came back. So, you know his 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 dad's pissed. They talk about the, the fact that they're probably going to have to kill his dad because he's like a high-ranking officer in the little Enclave remnant. So he's definitely in on this. Like, that's just a, a given of what they're doing right now. Uh, and so they sort of convene about that. Uh, Flair fires back like, well, you know about my family. Now it's my time to learn anything about you at all because you're... So unbelievably secretive. Also, you started talking to yourself too. Like you, we, like we can hear you when you like mutter yourself. You know that, right? <laughs> uh, has she been? Has she been narrating? <laughs> it's extremely likely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're right this is good I, yeah i should have made the time <laughs> uh but uh um but yeah so uh i uh, we he she had she actually like like uh, she pulls a fast one. I'm actually so fast that I had to double back on it. Um, where she like he like gives her like, um, so you know, so like tell me, do you have any family at all? He's like she she just immediately responds like you know no siblings. Mom was killed when I was a kid. Uh, she tries to like stone face as hard as possible. Um, and like I wonder actually when I, I like breezed over that because I'm like oh yeah she doesn't have any siblings. Wait a minute, <laughs> that's oh, that's totally yeah, wrong. It's true uh, from a certain perspective. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if she's trying Vader to... killed my brother. Yeah. I don't know if she's trying to do the, like, I have no brother type thing with, with Meadow. Or it's a case of her trying to, like, cover for the fact that it would be really embarrassing that her her only, like, flesh and blood in this world is now, like, one of the, like, Crimson Hoof's, like, shitty lieutenants. Uh, but... I don't know. I, I don't know exactly her, her intent behind this, but it definitely, like, is like a, a blink and you miss it kind of, like, line that actually means a lot, in my opinion. Mm. Um, uh, and then she gets asked about her father, and she kind of has to sit there for a minute and be like, I actually have no idea who my dad is. Um, and she's actually, like, pretty ambivalent about it. Um, she just kind of, like, writes the most, like, eh, probably a raider, like, you know, there wasn't a lot of men in Marefort, and a lot of women in Marefort had children with raiders. And the law of, like, uh, what is it, like, narrative, uh, not convenience, but, like, conservation. The law of, the law of, uh, the law of narrative uh, conservation makes me immediately assume that her dad is smooth tongue 
which would explain why he's so like uh, you know weirdly uh familial for to uh um meadow because i don't think they ever mention like him like killing their dad or interacting with their dad or anything like that like i, I think that it's just he's never like a, that has never been brought up so i'm just gonna like gonna <laughs> gonna call that it's gonna be my my monday f- night football pick of the week um it's my my four-day uh, forecast it yeah i can see it yeah I mean, it's definitely the, it's definitely one of those things where it's the reveal that would hurt the most. Um, and I mean, definitely, yeah, the, I, I can nitpick it, but I, you know, don't think I want to bother because it, it works well enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there, there's it's easy enough to backfill ways to to insist that it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um. um but yeah, but it was just like a, that's that was just something I I caught on and I was like ah that might be what's going on here because it's a good way of having like smooth tongue just come back into the story and matter at all at this point. Um, if it's very much a Luke, I am your father kind of moment. But anyways, uh, it also explain why he's so insistent on not killing it. Like <laughs> yeah, not just why immediately like, capping her in the brain. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like the whole like I want you to join me fixation like makes a lot more sense in that regard. Um. Uh. But yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, they also touch base with Flair, and Flair's like, "Yeah, I am nowhere near the reality of doing okay, but we kind of just don't have time to deal with that." <laughs> Um, they, they talk about, the I don't idea. have, I don't have time to freak out right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough blood in me for that. Uh, but, uh, they, uh, uh, they, they talk about the idea of getting a cyber wing again. And that kind of just gets like thrown as a thing that we could theoretically do in the future. Um, there's also like, speaking of the future, there's a speculation of one of those, like, so after like stopping the watchers and saving the dice, like, what are you even like planning on doing? Like, and it just kind of leaves it as like a hanging question. Um. But uh, uh. I don't know. Like, I I also like this bit from 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 Flair where she like, you know, hired guns being shitty about herself again. You know, it's like uh. I'm not a hero. I, I never saved anybody. And Flair's like, but you saved me. And he's like, yeah, that's sweet. But also, like, I hate you. So, so like, close enough, I guess. Um, uh, but, yeah, they actually... And, and then it's just actually just time to go siege the, uh, the mountain base and get back from Blackwater, in theory. Uh, there's a back and forth that I fucking love in this where they're talking like where they talk about getting like, oh, we don't get power armor too. And uh uh like a higher gun says, like, yeah, no, it takes years of practice to operate them. And Flair just goes, No, it doesn't. 
it's like a two-hour course. <laughs> and I really fucking love that as a concept. But, like, it makes all the sense in the world. Like, the Remnant would still, like, retain the ability to, like, teach people how to do power armor relatively easily. <laughs> but I just really like the difference in, like... No, it's it, like the 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 demystification, I guess, of um, power armor. I think is what's funny to me about it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, like once they abandon like the the superiority complex of their tribal identity, like, and it becomes about actually doing useful things for <laughs> for other horses. Yeah, for other people broadly. Um. Yeah, uh, war happens, <laughs> and then fight occur. The part I fucking love from this fight, though, because there's a lot of really good fights in this in this uh, chapter, but the part I, I fucking love is, is a bit where, like, she gets, like, squared off against Blackwater and some of her goons. And, you know, Blackwater is, like, very, like, just the evilest person in the room at all times. Um, uh... <laughs> Uh, she's like, I bought you and you didn't do your job, so I'm going to kill you. Uh, um, and, uh, <laughs> Hyacuth's response to that is just chuckle like a fucking insane person, uh, about it, because just the, like, oh, man, <laughs> how many times have I heard that? <laughs> how many times have I heard that today? Um, gosh, <clears throat> nostalgia. But then she just like stares on. I was like, "All right, well then, do it. Kill me." Uh, uh, and she's like taken aback by just like how insane I am is in this moment. <laughs> um. Uh. Um. And uh, she she's like, "All right, well, fine. If you're gonna." gonna be that i guess i will kill you by shooting this rocket launcher at you and like again the absolute insanity of this protagonist she just bolts uh because you know it's a missile it's an inaccurate uh uh piece of uh long range ordnance it's not really meant to be fired in a like in a scrum like this so she just dives on her with her goddamn like assassin's creed hidden knife blade um cyberware shit uh, and they just kind of puts it in between the like, uh, in between the the sort of like um, weak points of the armor and guts her. <laughs> uh, sadly, it's not enough to really finish the job because uh, she did have backup. Um, but I fucking love uh, this moment from a, just a purely like this just this happening standpoint. Um. I've said it before, but she, this higher good doesn't get a lot of wins uh, in this story. She very rarely wins fights outright. Uh, so just getting to do a cool thing is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm here for it. Um, gosh. Um, uh, they actually get into the facility by this point. Because um, they just basically like... Well, I'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> I'll kill you another day. I, I have plenty of time to do it. Um. Because uh, it's not even really what they're here for. Uh. 
because the actual plan is to get into the facility and like convince uh simple heart to like help them by offering pieces of him back uh, i do enjoy like i forgot the fact that I've heard the fact that the mountain base also has an AI that's trapped in its systems, and that's independent from the ghost that's also in the machine. <laughs> so, crowded in there. So they get, like, the ghostly speaking voice, like, entering their minds of Simple Heart, and then Baptisia, who was the original director of this place, like, booms on the speakers as well. Um... And I just really, really think that's funny. Uh, uh, the the so like the reason why I fucking love this uh, this chapter, by the way, is that uh, all the way back at like 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 months at this point back like there's a, there was an earlier plot point where you know higher guns plan was that she was gonna like sell everybody access to the to the yeah. mountain base uh and how utterly short-sighted that was um well um so uh it turns out that yeah uh she had sold that to everybody uh and it has led into them all finding each other periodically and trying to rip each other apart um because they find uh it's the um, Scooby-Doo chase I predicted, but what if the gang had guns? <laughs> and the ghost had a gun. And it fucking owns. It rules. Because <laughs> it's like, they bump into her brother and, and his little catter of, uh, of, like, uh, 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 uh raiders, uh, bumped into, uh, horses, horse, houses, horses. Um, <laughs> Uh, the his eyes, uh, and they're in a standoff, and she has to try and like negotiate with both of them. But not only do they have a bunch of blood blood between each other, because it's you know it's just the uh, innate difference between like you know professional killers and brutal raiders, but also both of them hate her for different reasons. <laughs> so she has to like talk both of them down. From not only from shooting each other, but shooting her on the spot. Like, <laughs> like Meadow's more agreeable, but she has to like talk the his eyes down from like, you betrayed us. Uh, and she's like, well, technically, I only sort of betrayed you. It's like a half <laughs> betrayal, really. Um, only by technicality. <laughs> which is extremely funny. Innovative forms, innovative new forms of neutrality. Hyper animosity. (laughs) In fact, she didn't even get shot. I actually forgot about that. (laughs) She got shot by Meadow and she has to like rub it in. Like, oh, did you like, is this a regular bullet this time? (laughs) But she just kind of has to like talk everybody down and it's like the his eyes are like you trade betrayed us and house is dead and he's like no actually he's alive he's been captured in the enclave raptor um 
and they were like confused, like, oh, wait, are you actually back on her side? And she's like, not even slightly. I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I just Don't happen to yourselves, boys. <laughs> I happen to have my own goals. Um, uh, I, I do really love this because it's like higher guns sort of like dropped the act that she's been doing for the last like for like a third of the story of being like no nah, boss I'm just a I'm just your regular old goon I just do what the boss tells me uh, uh, you know not only to herself but also to everybody else around her and is like actually like no I'm just I, I am just doing my own thing uh, I and it just happens to be that your things sort of um, align with uh what you're doing. Um, but yeah, they just sort of like make a temporary truce, uh, because they honestly have bigger fish to fry. So that his eyes kind of bail, and Meadows like, well, you're welcome to check up with us for now because. You know, nobody but me knows you're here uh, in the Crimson Hoof, so I guess we're square. But they uh, they don't have time for that because uh, Flair shows back up with Moondancer and Moondancer's, you know, conked out cartoon swirly eyes. Uh, she's seen inside of the depths of madness this place can bring. Uh, and Oops. she's trapped in her own little hellscape. Like the rest of them were the first time they came here. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I find this just so funny as a concept, but because like Moon Dancer is such a like recent addition side character, we sort of don't have time to, have, like, <laughs> to go through what what her specific nightmare world is. No, they they do. They body. They no. They they do deal with it, but I just mean like the inherent funniness of like. She's not, like, a built-up character, so we're not le learning, like, the traumatic truth of a best friend. We're just learning the <laughs> traumatic truth of some guy you never met before. I mean, uh, from a distance, I'm I'm used by the notion of, like, yeah, no, that's the sort of thing that happens when you hang out with this crew. It's, I mean, mm -hmm. You certain you wanted to volunteer <laughs> involvement in this? Because it's fairly regular for us. Um, Congrats on being blooded, though. Yeah. Congratulations, you're part of the crew now. <laughs> um But yeah, it it all came from a situation of like So we go into Moon Dancer's memory and cause she talked about the fact that she's taken a life before, and we kinda just get to see that. Um which involved like a bad deal going wrong. Um uh, because the uh, uh, the people that she was uh, dealing with in Dice uh, basically like it's like yeah it turns out there's a bird horse uh, uh, fee that you gotta pay so the price is tripled um, and the whole situation went bad when she pulled a gun uh, and tried to like you know they tried to talk her down uh, she misfired uh, it killed one of them instantly um, I sort of, like, I'm fascinated, like, what this pertains to. Um, like, if this has any relevance to the broader story, or this is just a... 
Because, like, either way, it's an interesting, I, like, I, I think it's fun. Because either way, it is either, this is part of a bigger thing that we haven't seen as part of the narrative, which is fine. Or, like, it's just a private window into the trauma of a character that has actually fucking nothing to do with anything else. And that's actually just kind of fun as an idea. Um, uh, I, <laughs> just getting to go into Bob's horrible nightmares. <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, she kind of like pats her on the head and it's like, yeah, uh, I'm really bad at this, but like, um, uh, you kind of just gotta, uh, move forwards. Uh, there's not much you can do about it. Um, and then, like, the weird part of this happens where, like, a weird thing happens in her dream where a bright red hole appears in her side. And I don't know what, like, that pertains to. Um, because it makes it makes higher guns head hurt and they just kind of have to, like, escape out of the dream. Uh, so I have no idea what's going on there. Um, the bomb, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, actually, that could have been it. That she, she is also another bomb. Um, but, uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> then this, then they get jumped by the Steel Rangers again. Uh, which leads her to do a cool thing where she, like, hits the elevator button for it to go up. And then jumps into the hole with the, ele- <laughs> the elevator shaft. Um, like a cool guy. Um, Serenity would be so pleased to hear that, that, that mommy was doing some ninja shit. Yeah, it fucking rules. Um, it twisted midair and grabbed it with the wires that held the counterweight with her leg. Um... <laughs> <laughs> slid down with a screeching metal on metal like sparks flying uh moment uh it fucking owns it's so cool like it's so good uh it's just it, rules I don't know, of it's... nature starts blaring from speakers that she didn't know she had installed <laughs> exactly um it's just like i don't know it's it's like the thing about it like you know, it's, this has come up before. It came up in, in Project Horizons. I'm a massive sucker for cybernetics. I think they're really cool and things. And I love, like, it's just, Hired Gun is just the cooler Blackjack in every way. <laughs> uh, like, not even just the surface level thing, like not being a rapist monster, but also, like, she just gets to do cooler things. Uh, she actually uses her cybernetics in a way that are meaningful. And isn't hung up about it in weird ways. Yeah. Her character design is actually, like, interesting and eye-catching rather than sort of obligatory uh, Shatter the Edgehog, kind of. Yeah. It's not just whinging and pathos. Um, yeah. Uh, but this this all leads into her having to split up with her crew. Um, because she kind of just has to leave Moondancer, like, in a 
safety closet or some shit. Actually, kind of forget. Um, yeah, I don't know. Flare. Yeah, it seems as there's Flare and Moon Dancer had just like split up. Uh, search for clues. Um, I know that at some point while she's wandering around in the dark, bleeding from various wounds, um, <clears throat> after getting into so many goddamn gunfights, she like overhears that, of course. Also, the Watchers are here, too. <laughs> so just to like keep on the running tally, the Blackwater Steel Rangers, the His Eyes that were sent here, the the goddamn Crimson Hoof contingent, and the fucking Watchers are all... All according to plan. <laughs> Congratulations, Silver Gun. All according to plan. And the only reason why they haven't all killed each other yet is just it's a big complex and they just all haven't met each other yet. Um, and that fucking is just so funny. Um, uh, but yeah, she almost gets caught out. Uh, she gets like stabbed by an invisible horse at one point. I know that happens, uh, which could be literally fucking anything at this point in this story. True. <laughs> uh, there's so many things that can turn invisible here. Um, uh, there's a bit of tension where she's, you know, like hiding behind a door type thing and kind of just hoping that they like give up on the search, even though they can very clearly see her blood. Um, Waiting for the alert to, to go, <laughs> go back to green. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we we even learned that even Tight Lips is here, which fucking, you know, that's just, it's, I'm just so excited for that. Like, I've been hyping up that, like, I want that bat, like, that fucking mirror match so hard. Like, Tight Lips has become the Jetstream Sam of this fucking thing. It's, so, <laughs> it's so good. Uh... <laughs> uh Uh, it's, it's just the best. Um, uh, I, I'm just, I'm just so hyped. There's so many things that are like, there's so many spinning plates. Um, <clears throat> she fights robots for a little bit. Um, yeah, she actually does bump into tight lips um sorry i actually had to just like look at the chapter a little bit because like there's a lot that happens here so i had to like double check some shit um uh tight lips is very like you know very conversational and very like you know uh you know, happy-go-lucky, which makes her just that much more, and in, in, in sort of uh, like, <laughs> yeah, like, ah, oh, you know, hey, uh, you know, you can just, uh, you can just give up your weapons and, and stuff, and, you know, we'll just, you'll treat you, you know, we are doctors, after all. Um, <clears throat> uh, you're also, you are surrounded. Um, I, I do love her saying her calling her sweetie multiple times too. Mm. Uh, I'll give you the count of three, and we can handle this like upstanding citizens, not act on our base instincts. Yeah, she gets like saved by something, like something just knocks her over. 
uh, in the scrum, and she like, there just seems to be a lot of confusion in this scene, like like both in, on my behalf and in the story, uh, where she, <clears throat> whatever is invisible might be a another uncounted for player in this whatever is going on. And I should, I'm trying to think of the characters we know can turn invisible, and like I don't. You know, it's can... something the Watchers are capable of. Like the, the 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 main one that comes to mind is the Minotaur, who's still at large. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that. Um, it had like a dissonant name, like Cupcake or something like that. Um, yeah, actually, I'd forgotten about him. So yeah, it might be him. Oh no, maybe it was a robot. I don't know. It's sort of unclear. Um, it might have been an invisible robot, which is very strange. Um, <laughs> it's a known property of robots. They can't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, I, I've, I've never seen an invisible robot in this setting, so it is very strange. <laughs> you know what? Neither have I, and I don't think anyone else has either. <laughs> Listen, you. <laughs> um, but she, she manages to, uh, to get away, uh, through this like fortuitous timing. Um, she's still stabbed, still in a lot of pain. Um, uh, need need a lot more drugs. Uh, she manages to like actually pour her like pull herself into like the mainframe room for uh the supercomputer that Batisia is in. It's like so. Congratulations, you fed another Crusader mainframe. Uh, and this is where uh this is where Baptisia uh was the whole time, and like it's one of those things where like I I don't remember if this this is something we found out this chapter or not, but I. F- kind of thought that was really obvious that like you know it's a it's an angry robotic voice on the speakers it's probably going to be like a main like a sentient ai and like ais in this are almost always a person put inside of a robot type thing so but you know uh i i i don't remember but it definitely is is her it turns out that the robots that they've been fighting was actually for a purpose so it turns out that she can't control the robots like she can't control what the robots do she can only like send them to places to do things so she's been corralling a hired gun into this room with just the hope that it wouldn't kill her to do so (laughs) which i think is really funny um So that's what she's been trained to do, uh, but she she basically is like explains what her dumb her, her like part of her plan uh, is to Baptisia. Um you know, because it's like I'm gonna return a favor to the funny horse and maybe help him, and also maybe he can help me uh, rebuild dice. Um, she actually kind of like has a very emotional outpouring, um, and out of like frustration. Um, over her circumstances up to this point basically it's like the like hey why do you like like why do you even care and it's like because i do like i don't everything went to shit and it's all like it's all the watchers fault they've all been they've been manipulating people and pushing them in the wrong direction for years uh all so they could maintain their tiny amount of control um uh They destroyed the city just so they could take control of it. Um, 
and she offers like a pretty good uh, sort of like secondary solution, which is just if you just have a second option, like if you just have a coalition of like-minded folks focused on peace that doesn't have anything to do with the Watchers, then things might be able to get better. Um, and honestly, again, that fucking rules. That's awesome. I love it. I love that we have a protagonist who has like a fucking plan for the future. They have some sort of dream. They want to see for it. Um, but they need this military base to do so because they need the resources that they need the control and more than more than anything else, they need the image that they have like a strong base to work from that the the watchers don't have access to. Um, and after some deliberation, uh, Baptista's like, all right. That sounds like a good plan. I wish to join your plan. And he says, what? Uh, that wasn't part <laughs> of my plan. Uh, I wasn't expecting that one. Um, but basically it's revealed like, you know, she's... Baptizia is like tired of this. Like she's tired of being trapped in like a box for centuries uh, uh a, a a sort of horrible uh uh cacophony of feelings and emotions uh trapped inside of a machine um and just kind of wants out of this uh but her one condition uh uh for this is that uh Wolkirk has to die uh Bum bum bum. Which I don't think it really is that much that, that shocking. Like, Olkirk has needed to die. Yeah. He's, he's also bad. Um, he also he's quite to... bad. It is a known quantity. <laughs> well, it's not just that he's bad, but he's also, like, faulty, right? Like, he, he wasn't just a... He's he's not <clears throat> just a, 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 an amoral person, but he's a horrible copy of that amoral person, uh, imprecise in its computation. Uh, and it's and it's simul simulacrum, uh, so he is even more a a cruel, uh, uh, selfish, uh, self interested he, taskmaster than even the real one was. He he's a cruelty <clears throat> simulation algorithm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, <laughs> so. That makes sense, but yeah, no, this, uh, this, this, fuck. Okay, this chapter is fucking crazy. Like, I just, I like, I'm, I love how all of this shit has all come together, uh, in this final little bit, and I love, uh, that shit is just happening, like, and it's happening at an alarming rate. <laughs> uh, every every single faction is all at each other's throats, and it's gonna be like really interesting to try and like pull that together and make all that make sense. And I mean, and there's also, again, always the hanging sword over, uh, the main character's head that while the watchers can't directly detonate her with like a, um, with a, uh, with a, with a, a detonator, there are other conditions that will eventually cause her to detonate. So, you know, 
that could just go wrong at any time. Uh, and that'll be fun to see how that goes. Uh, yeah, uh, turns out there are consequences to being a walking bomb. <clears throat> this is kind of what I think. Yeah. No, it's just exciting. Um, like, I'm just, I'm... I, I, am... I also love the, like, bomb under the table, like, meta-knowledge that we, the, the reader, have. That yes. um, was was given to us in the stat information <laughs> a few chapters ago. Like, oh, another man. example of, like, I don't, I, I could not give less of a shit. Uh, how much of this may or may not have been uh, taken from PH? It does it so much better than PH. Like we we were <laughs> we were constantly shitting on PH for like the completely like obligatory um, level up information, mm-hmm. whereas our author here, uh, no one Odysseus, <laughs> uh, Odysseus as they're known on the streets, uh, um made 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 use uh like like the audience knows something the characters don't <laughs> yeah but if she gets too injured it will you know it will lead to this happening in the first the, the same situation happening again uh no matter what they do uh, but uh, anyway is that uh so how does the chapter close out? that's that's that the end of the is chapter is is making her like the uh uh is baptisia making the like condition that she'll help uh, under the guise of killing Longkirk, which I don't think is, you know, too much of something that they, uh... Yeah, very much a shrug. All right. <laughs> just, it's not like that wasn't on the agenda. <laughs> yeah. That was just part just, of... That would, just rearranged the, the to-do list. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but that's the end of the chapter. Uh, and we gotta wrap this up, because I'm starting to melt. Because uh, all my air... And, and, and my I gotta eat... Uh, so, um, uh, give us your thoughts, uh, by emailing us at weirdingtonesq at gmail.com. Uh, our respective Twitters are at weirdingtone and at thouartphi. Uh, uh, can consider, uh, throwing something in our busking hat. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm living, uh, penny to penny. <laughs> Um, though I, I haven't exactly worked for my, I haven't exactly danced terribly hard this week, uh, uh, uh for my pennies. Uh, I hope you'll understand though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, all that said, uh, uh, be excellent to each other. Uh, try to f- uh, find out what sort of, um, uh, community resources, uh, you can, it, yeah, I, I, you know. If if you can spare your time, if you have any energy or strength, um, uh, see what you can do for for people around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, we'll see you on the other side as we go onward from sunshine and, and rain. rain.